Welcome to the Finding Joy podcast. I'm Jerry Williams with Rob Langer and Benji Shepard. We are shining a spotlight on the joy that exists in the lives of people all around us. And sometimes that means that we're going out in the community or bringing old friends in. And sometimes that means we are finding out a little more about the people that we work with. And this time is one of those times. And I'm excited about this because this is a person that I've come to know a lot better in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amy DeGraff, she is our listener engagement specialist, and she's been up to a lot of cool stuff in the last couple of months. Been very busy. Yes, she she certainly has. Yes. (laughs) I mean, she's scheduled a lot of events that the, the Joy FM will be out and about all across our listening area in Georgia. And this was a special interview that actually, Jerry, you did. I did. On your podcast, Life with Jerry Williams. Yeah, actually, we have a couple of firsts on this episode of the Finding Joy podcast. We're borrowing some audio from another podcast, which we may do again from time to time, and another segment that we're very excited about. But this was great. I got a chance to sit down with Amy, find out a little bit about her background, about what she does as the listener engagement specialist here at the Joy FM. And just for what it's worth... As of the recording of this podcast, that episode of my podcast with Amy, my most listened to episode. Hey, ever. really? Wow, yeah, nice. pretty impressive. So uh, it, she's it, got a lot of friends. Stuff. She's got a lot. Well, she's got a lot <laughs> of friends. I think she did say I'm she kidding. told her church about it, and everybody in her church is listening. <laughs> but it's a, it's a it's a very good interview with Amy, and a lot of great information. And we're also going to get uh, well. We're not going to get to know him so much, but we're going to have some fun with him. Amy's husband, Kevin, we're going to finally introduce this segment mm-hmm. that we're calling Willet Burrito, it which is quite tasty. Yes. Yes, yes it was. tasteful, too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be coming up in the second segment. But um, what do you say we uh, get this segment on with Amy? Amy DeGraff. Hello. Good to have you here on the podcast. You are the most recent hire at the Georgia joy fm network yes and, and i'm so happy to be here and you've been here as of this recording just under a month right yes because you yes. started at the beginning of july i did i did and it's been awesome um everyone here has been so sweet and i just feel like i am right at home being here yeah wait till wait give that a little time <laughs> Except for the Mets and Yankees fans. I mean, I don't know about those guys. Yeah, I thought we would get to that, but if you want to jump right in there, (laughs) we can do that first. But first, your title, and let me see if I got this right, you are a listener engagement specialist. Is that the title? Yes, correct. And what exactly does that mean? So I guess that's just a fancy way of saying that I am a volunteer coordinator Ah. and responsible for getting our Joy Crew teams together and, um, and getting us events to participate in. Is there something about that in case people listening to the podcast are in Georgia mm-hmm. and might be interested in helping out? Is there somewhere on the website or something that they can find that I can put a link to that in the show notes? Uh, it's on Instagram. Benji put a post on Instagram where people can click on it and it'll take them to a form to fill out. Oh, okay. And when they fill out the form, it comes right to my email. Great. Well, I'll figure that out and put a put a link to that in the show notes of this episode. Okay, great. So you mentioned the B word. The B word. Are you from Boston? I am originally from Massachusetts, not necessarily Boston, but I am from the Worcester area. And so, of course, I am a Red Sox fan. Oh, golly. Go Sox! <laughs> that just adds a lot of drama to the building, because I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Rob Langer is a Mets fan. I know. Although Rob is 
one of the very rare people from the greater New York area. Because if you grew up in New York, mm-hmm. you either love the Yankees and hate the Mets mm-hmm. or love the Mets and hate the Yankees. Right. And R- they all hate the Red Sox. Exactly. <laughs> but Rob, his grandfather used to work as um, uh, an usher at both Yankee and Shea Stadiums. He's- so Rob, growing up, would go to both and he... He likes the Mets better, but he'll root for the Yankees unless the Yankees are playing the Mets, which happens occasionally. Yes, yes. But But, they always root against the Red Sox. You have to root against the Red Sox. And likewise, if the Yankees are playing, it doesn't matter who they're playing. I just want them to lose. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't go quite that far. I think I may be... Well, not the first World Series. Remember when they first came back and won the World Series? They beat the Yankees in the playoffs to yes. get into. Yes. Oh, that was just brutal. That was brutal. And I've got I have a good friend who uh, lives in Louisville, Kentucky, who's from the Boston area. Uh-huh. Who uh, we have the same discussion every year and just chide each other mercilessly. So, how did you get from Massachusetts to Georgia? We moved down in 2006 um, with who is now my ex husband because of his job. And and we moved to Peachtree City, and we have been here since, and we love it. Um, I live in Noonan now, but I still love Peachtree City. So who's we? Me and my kids okay. and my ex-husband. Okay. And so I have two kids, a daughter and a son, and they're awesome kids. And uh, my husband, Kevin, is he's great, too. So you met Kevin here? I did. Is he a Georgia boy? Kevin actually grew up in California, in oh, L.A. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. He ended up here because of the military, and uh, and he's a Dodgers fan. So, <laughs> oh, good I mean, God! I know. <laughs> so we uh, have, uh, there are still people who haven't forgiven the Dodgers for leaving Brooklyn. Yeah, I know. It's funny in our house. He's a Dodgers fan, and me and my son are Red Sox fans, so it can be interesting at times. I would imagine. I would imagine. So career path. Mm-hmm. You, you had you, you did something very similar with working with volunteers for another not-for-profit organization. I did. I used to be with the YMCA, and so I was with the Y in Massachusetts. Oh, and I didn't know that. When I came to Georgia, um, I wanted to stay with the Y, and so I made it my mission to get into the local Y, the Summit Family YMCA, and I was there eight, seven or eight years. Uh, until I got laid off uh, and there was budget cuts and I was laid off, but I was a director there. I worked camps and family programs and child watch and, and just all kinds of things. And so I did get very much involved with events and volunteers and just making everything come together. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So you're well suited to working with volunteers then at the Joy FM. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Well, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I feel like I can get the job done. Good. Well, that's so. good. And, and you know, what's that old saying? It's not bragging if you can back it up or no brag, just fact or something. I don't, I don't know. Some old Western TV show. The guy used to say that all the time. Right. So how did you get to a place where you wanted to work for not just a nonprofit, but a Christian organization? What is your your journey of faith? So my faith journey started... Actually, when I was a small child, and I didn't grow up in a home where we went to church or we talked about God, but I always, always, always felt the presence of God around me as a small child. And I prayed to God with having no knowledge of him. So to me, that just tells me that he put that knowledge Mm -hmm. in me, and he wanted me. That's biblical. And so, yes, and um, he was seeking me before I was seeking him, and I was just a small child. 
and uh and it's profound to think back on that and know how much he cares for me out of all the billions of people he was t- he was caring for me in a time when I needed him and so I didn't actually give myself to the Lord until I was 15 I had a friend that brought me to church and um, I accepted Christ you know at, at 15 years old and that's kind of where I started to dig deeper and and of course I made a million mistakes along mm-hmm. the way but my faith has grown more and more with each passing year and and honestly within the past year my faith has just grown exponentially and i just you know the lord led us to a fantastic church we are getting exactly what we need as far as the word and scripture and we're just being fed exactly what we need and and my husband is now leading a men's group that's great i'm participating in women's studies and i have some amazing friends through the church and it's just been incredible to see the lord working in our our lives and our family it's awesome and i'm so glad to have a job that is involved with ministry um, especially music ministry because it's you know some of my most challenging moments in life is is where i just put on a pair of headphones and listen mm. to the music and just disappeared into the music and and just worshiped and prayed and and I really truly believe without that music, I wouldn't have gotten through it as well as I did. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So So what was it that made this friend at fifteen invite you to church? And what I mean you make it sound very easy. Walked in, went to church, accepted the Lord. Was there <laughs> you know, it would be nice if everybody's was was that that simple and clean and neat. But was there what was going on when that friend asked you to go to church, what motivated? Was it a him or a her? Uh, it was a her. A her. And actually, she she moved to Georgia too. She's here. Oh wow! From from uh, the Worcester area as well, and we're still friends today. So she's an incredible friend. I love her dearly. But her mom had decided had gone to church and got saved, and she was on fire, mm. you know, and she was on fire for the Lord. And so she started bringing her kids to church, and then then the kids accepted Christ and. And the kids were on fire, and they were getting involved. And so my friend was; she was my best friend at the time. She's like, "You got to come with me to church. This, <laughs> this is great, you know." And and was telling me all about getting saved and and heaven and hell and all the you know all the different things that she was learning. And I did, and I just felt like that's what I what I was supposed to do because I had always mm-hmm. felt the presence of God in my life anyway. So this was just, to me, it was easy. Yeah. It was just like, oh, well, I know he's here. I know he's with me, but this is just what I have to do to, like, make it official? Okay. Then I'll make it official. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it's cool. Me and, you know, we're tight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so that's how that happened. It was easy, actually. Uh, I know it's, I, I've experienced since then that it that it's not so easy when you speak to, you know, people in, in the general population. Yeah. It's not that easy. But I just always, always felt God with me. So that's a great story. Yeah, it's a great story. Well, welcome aboard. We're glad to have you here. Thank You've you. already been a tremendous uh, addition, and we look forward to great things with uh, with the Joy Cruise and all the other stuff. Once all this COVID stuff goes away, when we can actually have an event or two, I know where you have more than four people in a room. I know, and I hope soon that the Joy FM will actually be hosting an event, a family fun day. 
Oh uh, yeah. Just something that we can host and and put on for people too. So hopefully we can make that happen next year in the spring maybe. It's something that we wanna we've been talking about maybe doing. Great. Well Amy, thanks so much for being with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was great spending a little bit of time with Amy and getting to know her a little bit better. Of course, that was uh, an early... As a matter of fact, I think that may have been the first episode of my season three. Yeah. So that was from back in uh, August. Yeah, she I said believe. that she'd been uh, with us for about a month. And yeah. a lot has happened since uh, that month has happened. And uh, now she's been on with us for a couple months now. Yeah. So, And she has also been in contact with basically any festival that's going on in the state of Georgia and all kinds of farmers markets and our joy crew has been out and she's just man she is doing such a great job. I am a little extra proud of Amy because uh I I hired Amy. So. <laughs> you like when that Absolutely, happens, yeah, yeah. where you make a good decision on <laughs> <That's out right. laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I'm very, very excited about it. And for those who don't know, I mean, I uh, have been a huge part of the JR show for the past few years, and the last year I've stepped away from that because I'm now the promotions director yeah. for the Joy FM. So that is under the umbrella of what I'm looking mm-hmm. at doing and. It's just been, it's really gratifying to see what God's yeah. doing uh, through the Joy Crew ministry, and uh, Amy's excited about it, too. And if you're in the uh, Joy FM listening area, we'll have a link to that form in the show notes that you can find out more information and maybe even volunteer to become a right. part of Joy Crew. Sure. We yeah, mean. we would love to hear from you if that sounds like it would be of interest to you. But we want to hear from Amy's husband, Kevin, coming up. We're going to have this new segment on called Will It Burrito? Yes, excited about that. You know, we're about, when this podcast comes out, we'll mm. be just under two weeks away mm. from our semi-annual fundraising event for the Joy FM. We call the fall event share And we look for you to come alongside the Joy FM because we are a listener-supported nonprofit radio station. This is your opportunity to to make a difference in somebody else's life. Maybe the Joy FM has done something for you. Maybe it was a song or a prayer time, or maybe it was being a recipient from one of our events in years past, like T-shirts for turkeys. Um, I can't tell you how many times we've been out at events, and I've had somebody come up to me and say, I received one of your turkeys from a past T-shirts for turkeys event, and now I'm able to give Mm -hmm. back. That's the impact that your gifts to the Joy FM make. And we are looking to get this running start into share which technically begins October 6th. 6th. Yep. So if you would consider making a gift to the Joy FM, you can go to our website, thejoyfm.com. If you've got the Joy FM Georgia mobile app, you can also yeah. make a gift through that. So won't you consider stepping up and becoming a part of the Joy FM giving family? Because there's something special when you kind of take ownership of what God is doing through the ministry of the Joy FM. And if you happen to be listening to this episode after share is over, because it will run October 6th and then for four days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we could always use your help. So we're, we're going to be listener supported after share as well. Mm -hmm. So if, if you enjoy what the Joy FM does, if you feel the Lord tugging at your heartstrings that, you know what, you need to get involved a little bit. 
you can make a gift online anytime at thejoyfm.com. And if you're listening to it before share the first day we always have a big giveaway yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So you could be included automatically into that drawing for the giveaway. Choose your chill. You could either win a refrigerator or a nice little home entertainment system okay, with a TV. Not just a refrigerator. Right. It's a deluxe top oh, of a line sorry. refrigerator. It's a fancy schmancy one. Oh, so and like a home entertainment system with a big screen TV and surround and, sound. And surround sound. Yes. Exactly. All the details. We'll have a link for you in the show notes. Season three of The Jewel Show. I'm excited because we kick it off with my friend, Ashley Hembry. She shares her story of spending years hiding pain with every destructive behavior imaginable. And what God reveals through it all is why He saves. I was not saved for myself. I mean, it's not, this is not about me. So, of course, I want to tell about Him. The Jewel Show. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe to help spread the word. This is the segment we've been talking about since the end of season one. Right. Season two, right? I get confused. So many seasons. (laughs) This is Willett Burrito. Mm -hmm. With us is Kevin. The Conquistador. The Conquistador. The Conquistador. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Now, uh, this started because your daughter, Mm -hmm. who, uh, you know, She's she makes crazy suggestions sometimes. A lot of it, yeah. <laughs> she, she's in the room, right? So. She uh, she and uh, Kevin's wife Amy, whom you just heard from on uh, on the podcast, Amy uh, told us about how Kevin just I don't know you you make burrito you make of everything everything is everything good in a burrito. burrito. Okay, all right. I'm so. born and raised in California, so. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're very creative on that. Yes. (laughs) Gorditas, you know, and burritos and tacos. So you constantly have tortillas in your cupboard. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to test this out and see if certain items will burrito. And your challenger today is our own. Jerry Williams. Dun, 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 dun. He has and, made you know, his own concoction. At first, I thought I would do something wacky like with a Twinkie. And maybe eventually, if this segment has legs, we'll get yeah. to a Twinkie. But I thought, no, let's do something a little bit more uh, edible. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, let's do a pizza burrito. And I thought I had come okay. on this great idea. We get the burrito. You put some pizza sauce down. You put some mozzarella cheese. And you put some pepperoni and some anchovies. And I told my family about it at dinner the other night. And they looked at me and said, you mean... Like a calzone. Uh, <laughs> I had these Good delusions point. of grandeur. I was going to open up an entire franchise of pizza burrito well, restaurants. It's a different dough. A calzone it is, is a different it dough. Is, so it is. so it, this it's might not work. quite. You know. But I'm going with pizza burrito. Okay. Okay. All right. And so what are you going with today, Kevin? Today I'm going to do a peanut butter, banana, pepper, honey, and pickles burrito. Okay, that's just okay, an we got to insert crickets into that silence <laughs> just now because we're not sure, sure about, about that all one. That, yeah. but it, it's very healthy. Okay. Is this something yeah, you have eaten yes. before? Have sure. you tried this before? I do peanut butter and jelly burritos. Yeah, well, that, that I can see, and yeah. even with the banana and the honey, mm. when you late, start adding the peppers in there. Well, I just wanted to spice it up. For burrito time. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to find out now. You couldn't have gone with just a chunky peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, you know. I went creamy for you. Okay. All right. So we're going to find out, will it burrito? That's right. All right. So I think we need to go with Kevin's first. What do you say? Okay. Then, then we go with the challenger. Oh, we're going to make them separately? Okay. That's okay. fine. All, all right. right. All right. Do it all at once. You want to do it all at once? We can. Doesn't matter. Let's do it all at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So let's see how it goes. All 
see. Some peanut butter going here. So you've got first. a uh, those tortillas look a little dark. Is that like a whole they're wheat? Sprouted, or? yeah. They're sprouted, uh, sprouted ones. Okay. With sprouts. Oh, okay. And whole sprouted grain, whole grain. Extra okay. wellness. All right. <laughs> going for a little bit of health extra, there. Extra All right. Wellness. Yeah. And the peanut butter. He is little, not shy you with know, the peanut. Get that peanut That'll butter going okay. all over that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jerry and usually I just do with peanuts in it, but you know. Yeah, and Jerry's just did got creamy the, on there. The sauce over there. You go right. in with the then fancy stuff. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. in there. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> let's just uh, let's get that. You know, not having done this before, I have no idea how much I should. Yeah, that right. it's, doing pizza before. Yeah, that should That's be enough. Yes, pizza, but not yeah. But not. Kevin's got the yeah, banana. but slicing you don't that want banana on there. All right. And what kind of uh, cheese you got going on yours, Jerry? Mozzarella. Okay, so mm. of course. And again, I wasn't how, sure a how mutz. big As the... As we would uh, say in New York, it's a mutz. Mm. Right. How big right. the tortilla was going to be, so I cut them kind of small. Now, Peanut butter and banana. Wasn't that an Elvis actually, thing? Yeah. Yes, that was. Yes, yes. it was. Yeah. I don't think even Elvis put the peppers on there. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, because it was too healthy for Elvis. You got burrito. the red peppers. Red peppers, some uh, orange peppers, some... Do I have any yellow in there? No. And those are like the, the tiny little gherkins? Yes, there. those little okay. ones you get in the okay. bag. Yeah, let's pile it up. Good luck you. closing that thing up. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah it might be a little taco in there. Maybe I'll have to throw... <laughs> Taco-like. Okay. Yeah. Now you got the that's pepperoni. Jerry's added pepperoni. the pepperoni. Of course, there you go. Mm-hmm. Now a little yeah, bit of honey on that. Now, how honey. did you find the pepperoni? Because there was a shortage of pepperoni. Was there really? The, I yes, don't know. there is. Yeah. I, I texted my wife a list of stuff, and she said, okay. Well, you just look at that receipt, because it's probably going to be twice as much right. as what it used to. And the hey, this is the, the finest money. pepperoni imported wow. from Western Coweta County. I learned. Jerry knows this probably better than I do, because he uh, makes, or what, what do you call it? You're a beekeeper. Yeah. Um, right. I learned this yesterday, that it takes the entire life of 12 worker bees to make one teaspoon of honey. That could be. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, that sounds about right. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Sacrificing their life. So we're going with the lives of about 24 worker bees. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Kevin's burrito there. Okay. And now for the piece of resistance. Okay. What do you got there? (laughs) Anchovies. Oh, no. (laughs) You got oh anchovies. Yeah. Can we close? Can we get a close up on the anchovies? Oh, yes, man. Wow. Oh, Henceforth, the word resistance. Piece of resistance. I've never had anchovies. Oh. Kid, never had I've anchovies. never had anchovies. Your kid, you're going to love really? them. Really? Wow. I've never eaten anchovies. Well, I've never had a peanut butter, banana, honey, yeah, yeah, pickle, pickle, pepper, yeah. burrito either. So. I'll go light on the anchovies. Okay. Maybe we should have brought frog legs. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be yeah, the French one next. You know? <laughs> Not too many now. <laughs> just three. All right. Now, mine's going to have to cook. Okay. All right. All right. So let's so go we'll put it cook? in the yeah. oven. Well, you don't want to eat cold, That's true. Yeah. unmelted cheese and pizza true. sauce. True. Yeah. True. Yes. All right. Well, let's take it to the kitchen and put it in the oven. And we're back from the oven. We are. Yes, we are. Look at like it. We got and something. I don't there's something fishy about that. I don't know if that's a burrito. I, I'm hoping it was in there long enough. I based it, it looks basically good. on the meltage, on the cheese, yeah. the meltage of the cheese, which is pretty melted. It's in a burrito. It's going to yeah. taste good. Yeah. And the shells actually got nice and kind of crispy too. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. good. All right. 
All right, we, we got it. We should try uh, the Conquistadors first. I do too. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I feel like the anchovies might leave a little. Uh, well, I was thinking the other. You know what? I was thinking the exact opposite, but the same thing that this one might. Oh, I'm gonna grab All right. this one. All right, let's try it okay. out. It's, All right. So good. Did you feel like Elvis a little? Mm. Very crunchy with that. What's in there? Peppers and what? Peppers. Pickled peppers, honey, peanut butter. I just peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> uh, you know, that's the, not bad. No, me. the peppers are, are not. Just add a little bit of crunch. I'm not yeah. noticing a lot of peppery. Oh wait a minute, it's starting to kick in now. It's <laughs> <laughs> sweet. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't throw in the hot peppers. Jerry went so. for the second bite. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? There's the a bigger bite? chunk of banana. It's, yeah. Mm. A banana gives a nice little creamy mm-hmm. texture to it. All right. No, mm-hmm. peanut butter is sticking mm-hmm. to the roof of my mouth. But I get a sip of water and we can try Jerry's Jerry's thing. Right. Isn't there something else? You're supposed to have a little sherbet, which also is that what it is? The, Yeah, sherbet as well. <laughs> little crackers. Okay. Yes, that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Kevin's first anchovy. Oh. <laughs> you can do it, Kev. <laughs> Not bad. You like it? Mm-hmm. Not bad. A little salty there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the I could have yeah. left it in a little longer. could have been a little hotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still. But it's not bad. That is not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Okay. So oh, it does have... Mm. What are you getting? It's that after... It's after... What, the anchovy? Yeah. 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 Oh, it does. It's good, You though. just have to wait a little... Yeah. It's about 30 seconds, then that kicks in. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So I guess uh, let's put it to a vote with Kevin's Will It Burrito, Rob? Uh, well, yes, it will burrito. Okay. I think so, yes. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin's definitely a yes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a definitely yes. yes. So you got 100% uh-huh. on right. yours. How about the uh, anchovy pizza thing? What do we think? I like it. Without the, Without the anchovies. Without the anchovies. Not everyone's a fan of anchovies. I think no. you can do different variations of oh, yeah. pizza types, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, meatball. Yeah. Mushroom. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. little meatball. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jerry, Jerry's will kind of burrito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, it's just, it was one ingredient in particular that... I was afraid that the peppers were going to do to me what the anchovies were doing. They're not hot really peppers. No, no, it wasn't yeah. bad at all. No, it wasn't bad at all. Just like a bell pepper. Yeah. Right. So it just gave a little crunchiness to it. Yeah. It did. It mm-hmm. certainly did. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Not bad for our Everybody first try. First, I think so. Maybe we do this again. I think, I think so. so. Yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we got a lot more anchovies left Tune over. Tune in next time <laughs> for Will It Burrito. <laughs> I can't believe that Kevin had never had an anchovy in his life. There's just something wrong with how old the man is. How old? <laughs> and he's never even sampled an anchovy. I don't know. Must be something to do with him being from California or something. <laughs> I don't know. Right. You would think that somebody from California would, would try think, and have anchovy. They, they eat almost know. anything out there. You know. <laughs> Uh, but it was so nice to uh, hear a little more about Amy's story, too. And I've gotten to know her, too. And I love her testimony just about how she had this notion that God was always with her, even though she was not brought up in a home where they were going to church and uh, she was not you know, given Bible teaching uh, within her family or anything. But she 
she had a friend that took her to church, and I think that is just amazing. We all have different stories. Um, and you know what? Just for an example, mm-hmm. let's just tell what, you know, maybe the bullet points of, you know, how we came to uh, believe in the Lord. And it's going to be different for everybody. So, Jerry, you start. My dad was a pastor. Yeah. Uh, and so I grew up in the church. I grew up going to church every Sunday, every Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night. We were a church youth group. And when I was about 11 years old, my dad offered these classes for people who are interested in becoming members of the church and becoming Christians, finding out what that meant. So me and the two or three other kids around my age, 10, 11 years old, went through these classes, studied it, went through like the spiritual laws and what it means to accept Jesus into your heart. And I remember thinking about it and, and, and wrestling with it and it got up out of bed one night and there was a little card you were that came with the the lesson book that you feel like yes i would like to accept jesus as my savior and yes i would like to be baptized and i got up it was dark everybody was in bed i filled out that card and i slid it under my dad's bedroom door (laughs) (laughs) so that he would find it in the morning and so i was baptized in august of 1969 that's when i became a christian but it was a very natural progression for me because i had been brought up knowing who Jesus was and the importance he had in my life and in the lives of those around me. And and so it was, just, like I said, just a, a natural kind of progression. I didn't have this dramatic, saved from wretchedness kind of testimony. It was just like, yeah, it was, it was natural. I knew mm. Jesus loved me my whole life, and I just gave my life over to him. I remember not too long after that happened, several years, I was maybe 13, 14, somebody said, what do you think you're going to do when you, when you grow up? I don't know what it is, but I think it's going to be for the Lord. Whatever that looks like, I don't know, but that's what I want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Mine, somewhat similar to Jerry's, I grew up in the church. I'm very involved in the Catholic church. I mean, I did everything from music to an altar boy to involved in the youth group as well. But the light never went on for me about what it means to have a relationship with Jesus until I actually led music for a charismatic mass. Mm. That was really where it, it became into focus. It wasn't about the church. It was about Jesus. Mm. And that's, like I said, when the light bulb really went on and I developed that that true love for the Lord. And a few years later, I think it was 2000, 2001, is when I was baptized. Mm. My I made that decision mm. as opposed to my parents right. making that decision when I was, you know, an infant, an infant. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'd say, you know, mid nineties is really when the light bulb went on about the, my relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And for me, uh, growing up, I didn't really go to church much. Now I, I had exposure to church maybe when I was younger. And then, uh, we started going to a church because my aunt and uncle would take myself and my sister and brother. And, um, we, got involved with the youth group and went to a conference and you know those youth events sometimes can just be so impactful you know and I had a moment where it just became clear to me that Jesus was my savior just I mean had the image in my mind of the suffering on the cross Mm. and that was for me and it became personal to me yet my attention span is just, I, I, I get, you know, I guess I'm human or something because I look over here and look to the right and the left and I got things in the world that just seem to be interesting to me. And even though I had an incredible conversion experience, I 
lost my attention on the Lord. And I, it, at the same time from doing that, I also lost a bit of the peace in my heart that comes from a relationship with Jesus. And it wasn't until my daughter was born that we thought, okay, we need to raise her in a family environment. Church might be a good way to do that. I wasn't opposed to the church. I just hadn't gone in a long time. Never been to a contemporary service, and that's the church that we went to. And it and it just became more relevant to me, and it started coming back just how amazing our Lord mm. is and how much I needed him and just I I was working at a secular radio station at the time, and I just I had been to church uh, the previous day, and I just I had this moment looking in the mirror, and it was like, "Are you going to follow the Lord or not?" And it was basically me telling that to myself, and maybe even you know Jesus asking that question too. And I decided to give my life to the Lord uh, then, and it has been the best best decision I've ever made twice. So, (laughs) but he does call on us. It says in Revelation 3.20, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And that is, that's a blanket statement Mm -hmm. for anyone because he is, he is knocking and, and you may have never received the gift of salvation in your life before, and you may be on the fence about it, but you may also have that that feeling in your heart that it, it it's starting to make sense. That's the knock on the door. And I just want to encourage anyone to, wherever you've been at in your life, you may have done some of the most horrible things, and all of us are sinners, but... It's it's not an earned thing. No. Jesus did that on the cross for you. Uh, for it is by grace you have been saved, it says in Ephesians 2, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And we give all glory to God for the salvation that we have in our hearts. And I'm so glad that the three of us get to work together. Mm -hmm. And underlying all of this is we want people to find joy in Jesus. So uh, I would just encourage you, if you have any questions about it, you want to pray with someone about it, we have a prayer line for you. And that's available to you at all times. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, I want you to call this prayer line. If you have a feeling, you have questions or want to pray with someone, it's 877-800-PRAY. That's 877-800-7729. We'll put uh, a link to our prayer center at thejoyfm.com for you too. We're You can uh, even put prayer requests on our website there. Coming up on the next episode of the Finding Joy podcast, another really incredible story of how someone came to a saving knowledge of a relationship with Jesus Christ. This is someone Rob introduced us Mm -hmm. to. She's got a fabulous story. She was an adult diagnosed with stage four cancer pancreatic cancer yeah even more so and a neighbor came over and said can i pray with you and that began a very short journey to realizing i need jesus in my life Mm -hmm. she tells a great story she certainly does and how she became viral as well because of what she did 
when there was a certain celebrity who came out with his announcement that he also had stage four pancreatic cancer. We're going to get to hear more from Elise Tedeschi coming up on the next episode of the Finding Joy podcast, which comes out on October 8th. And we would love for you to subscribe and you don't have to even put that on your calendar. It's going to automatically come to your mobile device or however you get subscriptions. Apple, Google Play, everywhere else. And now including in that everywhere else is amazon music that's pretty cool yeah they've just recently added podcasts and we were there from day one of amazon music having podcasts so if you've got an alexa device all you have to do is say alexa play the finding joy podcast and alexa will respond yeah playing the finding joy podcast from amazon music and the same way with hey google Google yeah. will do the same thing. I actually tested that out this morning. <laughs> Did you really? make sure? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny is the last episode, we probably had the longest title for an episode yeah. that we've ever had. So when I did that, Google, you know, it took forever for the episode to start because Google read off the name of the title. <laughs> uh, we also, let me, before we get too far along uh-huh. with, with saying goodbye, we shot video of our Willet burrito. Oh, yeah. Yes, we that's did. That's right. Uh, two cameras, three audio sources. So I'm still working on that. But <laughs> we will have bonus material of the actual video of the burritos that we put together and sampled in this episode of the Finding Joy podcast. And you can find that. It'll be on our YouTube channel. And we'll also have it in uh, on our website on thejoyfm.com. Just click on the On Air tab and you'll see a drop-down menu and you'll see the Joy FM podcast. Click on that, and you will find everything you need to know about the Finding Joy podcast. Bonus material from any of the episodes that have bonus material will be right there. And we're always looking for suggestions from you for future episodes of the Finding Joy podcast. So if you've got any ideas, maybe you have an idea for our episode of Will It Burrito. If you want to try, try, try something, let us know about that. You can email us at findingjoypodcast at thejoyfm.com. Next episode is coming out October the 8th. Tremendous story. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Finding Joy podcast. For Benji Shepard, Rob Langer, I'm Jerry Williams. Thanks so much for listening to the Finding Joy podcast.